0: Hey everybody, how you doing? How are you guys doing? This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 6th. This is episode number 920. And today, we're going to get a little bit real about what's going on around you and what it means to invite the Lord into every aspect of our lives. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I hope you guys are doing good. Uh, I feel like the weeks are going by kind of slow right now. Like we're just sort of hanging on for for dear life and trying, to, and trying to just follow the Lord in the moment uh, and follow Him. And I know you guys are doing the same thing. This has been a rough season for us uh, for obvious reasons, rough season for lots of you. And I am particularly grateful for the sponsoring businesses here at the podcast, which really are kind of our bread and butter right now. We couldn't produce the show without them. And this episode is brought to you by our friends at Faithful Counseling. And I've been telling you guys about Faithful Counseling for some time now, uh, but if you're new to the podcast, let me introduce them to you. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people who are looking for professional counseling services, but want the guidance to come from the perspective of a Christian. So the counselors at Faithful Counseling are specifically chosen for you based on your situation. And we know how important that is, right? You guys can log into your account. You can message your counselor anytime. And because the service is available online, you got a wide range of professionals to choose from and the service is offered worldwide. So that's pretty cool, right? Especially during COVID-19. It's more affordable than traditional in-person counseling and financial aids available if you need it. Uh, It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And you guys can learn more at faithfulcounseling.com forward slash Heidi. And uh, listeners of the podcast will receive 10% off the first month. So it's really important that you guys use that link. And uh, it's a very tangible way for you to support the podcast by supporting our sponsors. So thank you to Faithful Counseling. And uh, boy, this is a great time for some counseling. I think I might need it. (laughs) It's been rough, you guys. Uh, I've been in the middle of writing a book and I, I think I told you guys last week, you know, it is I, I kind of went through a season where I felt like everything I said online was I was being attacked. And I'm not any different than you guys. I mean, I have days that I feel like I'm doing really good and days when I'm like, what is going on? And days when I feel like, thank you, Father. I have so much patience, and days when I wake up and I I have a hard time even just opening my Bible because I'm just so tired and so emotionally tired. And I guess I wanna start there today because I'm getting a lot of questions from you guys here at the podcast, which I love them. Keep them coming. Uh, You can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. And uh, you can turn in a question there and I'd love for you guys to do that. But lately I've been just asking the Lord to, send the rain. And here in in the in the northwest, you know, we get a fair amount of that. I love this time of year. You guys, it rains and the grass smells so good. I was outside the other night and I was just noticing how the birds are not bothered by COVID-19. The squirrels are still, you know, chasing around out in the yard. The cats out there killing the baby bunnies. This is the baby bunny killing season at my house. Horrible. Uh but I was reading out of Deuteronomy 11 and I thought I would share it with you because I, I think it's important for us to sort of gain perspective. And Deuteronomy uh, chapter 11, starting in verse 13 says, if you carefully obey the commands I'm giving you today, if you love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and soul, then he will send the rain in their proper season, the early and the late rains. So you can bring in your harvests of green, new wine, and olive oil. And I think about the rain here in the Pacific Northwest and how important it is to us. Uh, it's, I don't know if you, how many of you guys have ever visited out here, but the Northwest is a wonderland of sorts, right? We have waterfalls and beautiful hiking trails. Jay and I have started in COVID-19 biking, which we're super excited about. I'm I'm trying to uh, get into an exercise regimen that I enjoy. <laughs> and uh, Mount Hood is right off to the east of us, right? Mount St. Helens graces the landscape to the north. Uh, And when most people think of the Pacific Northwest, the first thing they think about is rain. And so this was a perfect uh, verse because in truth, it does rain here quite a bit, particularly in the spring and the winter months. Uh, But for those of us who are used to it, we don't mind. Uh, The rain brings a blessing, right? And there's nothing quite like the smell of the earth after a rainstorm. You see the rain means that the grass is gonna be green and the flowers are gonna be blooming and the air is gonna be fresh and clean. Rain really is a sign of God's blessing. And several years ago, when my husband and I were in a season of great decision, we stood in front of a building where we'd hoped to open the homeschool resource center. And we were standing there with a dear friend of ours. We were crying out to the Lord for direction and provision. And together we just stood there and we lifted our hands to the heavens. The rain was coming down in sheets, the wind was blowing and our friend laid his hands on us. And he prayed a prayer that I'll never forget. You see, after we had asked the Lord for direction and after we had given the situation to the Lord, our friend said, Lord, send the rain. Send the rain. And you know, the rain he was talking about was the blessing of God. It was God's blessing. He was asking the heavens to open up and to shower our endeavor with blessing. And you guys, this is what happened. Not two hours later, we received an answer to many, many years of prayer. And the Lord provided the building, which now hosts our wonderful outreach to homeschooling families, the Homeschool Resource Center here. And you guys are praying for lots of things right now. Right as a nation, we're praying for our leaders. We're considering what it is that God wants us to do. We're asking God to sustain us in times of financial crisis. We're asking for the Lord's blessing over our marriages and over our relationships. And the Bible teaches us that if we carefully obey the commands of the Lord, if we love the Lord our God and serve him with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all of our strength, right? And he doesn't say, do it when you feel good. Uh, I'm watching my friend, and actually at the time that this podcast airs, I don't even know if he's still going to be with us. I've been watching my friend, Jay McKinney. A lot of you are from this area. And uh You've been watching him too, uh, in his late 40s, suffering and and, uh, terribly with a tumor in his bowels. And uh, it's incredibly painful to watch. And I'm watching him even in the midst of his suffering. And every day he knows the Lord could take him home at any minute. He is serving the Lord, all his heart, all his soul, all his strength, all of his might. And he knows that he can trust the Lord. He knows that God is gonna send the rain in its proper season. And sometimes the rain doesn't look like we want it to look like. Sometimes we think it comes too late. Sometimes we think it comes too hard. The rain just pours down. You see, the the Lord knows all this stuff and he asks us to serve him wholeheartedly in whatever season of life that we're in. The Lord's reign is different from the rain that we are used to. His reign comes so that we can bring in a harvest of souls for the kingdom, right? But it's also for our enjoyment and refreshment. So I know a lot of us are in a season of frustration right now. And I just wanna encourage you guys to look up because God's heart is for you. His heart is for you. His desire is that you'd be refreshed and encouraged no matter what you're facing right now. And you don't even need to understand you don't have to have a grasp on it. You don't need to you don't need to try to figure it out. I think sometimes we're just in a season where we can't figure it out, right? And so we're working overtime. I think that's maybe why we get so uh, emotionally tired. At least that's why I get tired. I get tired when I when I put myself in a position of trying to figure out something that there's no way I can actually figure out. And I think that's when we start to get tired. That's when we we kind of move away from the direction of the Lord and we start moving into a season where we're relying on our own wit and our own understanding and our own knowledge. And yet the Bible says, in all our ways, to acknowledge Him and He directs our path. That's His promise for you. So if you're in a season of frustration, look up because God's heart is for you. His desires that you'd be refreshed and encouraged. And wherever we are right now, whatever we're going through, we can keep our eyes on the Rainmaker and we can say, Lord, send. The rain, send the rain. I've been praying for a fresh move of God's spirit over our nation. Lord, send the rain in the midst of a pandemic. Send the fire of your Holy Spirit to wake up your church and wake up your people. Lord, help us to walk with you. Someone asked me the other day if I thought that our nation was uh, in a season of judgment. And I don't know. I don't know the Lord's, uh, what he's doing. I don't, I don't understand, but I can tell you, you can, we can certainly see that our nation's ripe for judgment and we can certainly see how that could be the case. And if that's the case and if our nation is being, uh, chastised, I mean, the Lord says he disciplines who? Those he loves. We discipline our kids because we love them. And the Lord disciplines those he loves as well. And I know because I'm watching so many of you, I mean, the internet's a weird place right now. And I haven't handled this whole thing with a hundred percent, you know, uh, awesomeness. <laughs> There's a, a whole lot of things that, are happening right now that we just cannot wrap our heads around. I was talking to a mom the other day who is uh, homeschooling now. And I tried to tell her, you're not actually homeschooling. You're trying to do school at home in the middle of a pandemic. You didn't plan for it. You didn't prepare for it. You're too hard on yourself. You're being too hard on yourself. And I also think let's be let's let's give each other some some grace. There's some good ways and some bad ways to handle this thing. And I I haven't like I said I haven't handled it grace gracefully graciously even at times because just like you guys, sometimes my emotions get the best of me and I struggle to say the thing I want to say and I get angry and I say the thing I wish I hadn't said. And we need to give each other some grace. I said on uh, online the other day after a particularly grueling day of social media, you know, it wouldn't have mattered if I had said, you know, I believe one way or the other because I think there's so much tension in the air right now and so much frustration in the culture. There's really no winning in this environment. And so it's good for us to remember that good people can disagree, right? We need to be hateful. I keep thinking, you know, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And um, so I'm gonna call us back today to to a place of kindness right? And we have so much to be thankful for right now. And we know that God's a God of provision, right? He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He's Jehovah Rapha, our healer. He's El Roy, the God who sees. We serve an amazing God, and he has not changed during COVID-19. He's not changed. He's not different. He's not surprised. He's not worried. And yet we're we're in the middle of what feels like, in some cases, a catastrophic change. And I'm being encouraged every day to just lean into the Lord. Finish what God's put in front of me. Because just like I'm writing an actual story, an actual book right now, the Holy Spirit, our Father in heaven, is writing a story on all of our hearts. And just like my friend Jay McKinney said to us last week, he said, some people are in death row, I'm on life row because he knows he's going home to heaven. And that's where we're all going. And we were gonna we wanna stand before the Lord someday. We wanna hear, well done, good and faithful servant. So what does that look like? Lord, show me and then send the rain. Send the rain. The Lord says, follow him, follow his decrees and commands and he'll send the rain and the rain brings Blessing with it, the rain brings a blessing. Uh, I wanted to thank you guys in particular, uh especially right now. I mean, I'm always really thankful for the men, the many many of you who are over at Momstrong International with me, but we're more thankful for it now. uh that ministry is literally keeping us afloat. <laughs> so we thank you so much uh for joining us there. Your little eight dollars a month going a whole long way, and we're studying God's word together. Uh, I was really, really blessed uh, to watch. You know, there's a team There's a team that works on that Bible study. It's not just me. I'm not the one who writes all those Bible studies. I'm the one who oversees the ministry. And while I'm writing books, uh, the writing team really comes in and helps with that. And then I go through and, you know, obviously, you know, reading through it and things like that. And I was talking to the team last week and I was saying, look, like we sat down at the beginning or the end, I guess, rather, of last year. And we were like, Lord, what do you want us to do? with Moms International this year. Uh, What are we, what is it that you're asking us to do? And so we put out, you know, we do kind of a rough draft. We say, well, we think we'll study this in January and we'll do this in February and this is, and so it's May, right? And we're doing a, a study in Colossians and it's called Jesus Only. And I'm thinking to myself as I'm reading through and my heart is just singing. And as I wrote the introduction, uh, I was talking about what the Lord's been doing in my life. And I said, I asked the moms, I said, how, how are you guys doing? And a lot of you are subscribing to the Bible so You've probably already read this, but for those of you who haven't, this is what I wrote. I said, I'll be honest, I've been struggling. Thanks to COVID-19, I missed the precious opportunity to see our new granddaughter come into the world. Not four days after her birth, my mother-in-law suffered a heart attack and we were denied the opportunity to comfort her or even advocate for her as she lay in a hospital bed in Portland, Oregon. And while I appreciated the sentiments offered by friends and family, words like you'll have more grandchildren and your mother-in-law's in in good hands, I struggled to let go of my frustration and anger. You guys, I wanted to cry. I wanted to say, I'm not gonna get this chance again. Let me be a human and grieve over it. And it kind of reminded me of the Christianese that we're so quick to speak when we're not going through deep water. I know because I've done it too. Have you ever seen the bumper sticker that says God is my co-pilot? How about the mug that says Jesus and coffee are all that I need? We say these things to be sort of a Christian mix of encouraging and casual, right? While we share a very real and sincere love for the Lord. But where in our lives are we functionally living with God as our co-pilot rather than the pilot? And we wrote in the study this month that it's a win for the enemy when we live with a Jesus and, like Jesus And coffee, Jesus, and you know, Jesus is my co pilot. So I'm a pilot and he's a pilot rather than walking proudly as a Jesus only disciple. And I think one of the things God's doing right now in COVID 19 is he's bringing us back to what's really important. We got to stop living with the Jesus and mentality and start seeing Jesus as the only way to live. Because here's the thing, when we live for Jesus only, it doesn't mean that we're immune to the pain and suffering of this world, it doesn't. It means that at the end of the day, we know that he is our only hope. When we walk with our eyes on Jesus, the end result is that we become keenly aware of our struggles. We become keenly aware of our struggles with with our own self, right, with our sin nature. And when we walk with Jesus, when we keep our eyes on him only, we realize that he will not leave us in our sin. He'll discipline us. And I think this comes back to people asking me, what's going on right now? And you guys, we got discipline coming. We really do. Are you guys, are you feeling the effects of it? Something tells me that we all are. And this brings us to a very, a very, very timely look at the book of Colossians. And that's where we are in the study this month at MomStrong International. I'm so excited about it. We just started it. Uh, a couple of days ago. And in the book of Colossians, Uh, uh, Epaphras was shouting the same warning to his church family in Colossae. And he finally went to Paul, who was his mentor for backup. You see, Paul had never visited the Colossian church, but his heart ached for them. And Epaphras came to, this, to faith in the city of Ephesus under Paul's teaching. And then after he was mentored, he went back home to Colossae and he planted a small church. Now, listen, you guys, it wasn't a mega church. He didn't have the latest bells and the whistles, but it had believers who were hungry for Jesus. And Epaphras, who was wise to the danger of the times, was watching young believers being swayed by a Jesus and thinking and he was hollering to get their attention, right? And because of that, we've been blessed with the precious letter to the church in Colossae that speaks mountains of timely truth into our lives today. So for the month of May, we're gonna take a deep breath and dive into a study in the book of Colossians, Jesus only. Oh, that our hearts could be in agreement, Jesus only. That's my heart for you. It's my heart for my family, for myself, that we would walk with Jesus only. And the entire Bible study team at MomStronger National is absolutely engaged uh, in this passionate pursuit of God's word, that we would be Jesus-only people. God has something that he's doing even in the midst of COVID-19. Doesn't matter what's happening around us. God is working in us. And that's where we wanna keep our eyes focused. So I hope you guys will join us over at Strong International. I hope that you'll check it out. The scripture writing challenge is there. There's a, uh, a handwriting copywork for your children. There's so many awesome opportunities for you to engage with us there. And then uh, check my schedule. I'm, at, I'm actually gonna be speaking at CHAP in Pennsylvania barring anything happening, uh, and I'll be at FPEA, and there's several things that we're, uh, a couple of Teach Them diligently that have been rescheduled, and we are looking forward to getting back together with you guys and walking in community, and until we meet again, until we meet again in person, let's commit ourselves to becoming the men and women of God that God would have us be. Let's become Jesus-only people, and when we hang on to Jesus, just like my friend Jay has shown us how, when we hang on to Jesus, the world really does pale, it grows dim because we see that he is really all that we need. So hang in there, you guys, we sure love you. If you've got questions and you wanna address them uh, here to me at the podcast, you can fill out the form at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Also, there's a speaking form there at com. Just uh, go there and check it out. We've got a brand new shirt in the store right now. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord Say so. And this is the motto of my life, and I'm hoping it will become the motto of many of your lives as well that your faith would be a faith that speaks. Thanks for listening, you guys. I'll see you over at Mom Strong International, and I'll see you back here with my friend, Dr. Kathy Cook, on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.